Hey, welcome to the Monkey House Primates. So, thanks so much. I've asked around here to quickly uh, let you all know that we're in Sydney. We're about to be in Brisbane. So uh, very quick stop in Sydney. We're just here for a few nights. So come and see us. And then what are we doing? We're going up to Brisbane. We're going to do a Who Knew It with Matt Stewart at Good Chat. And we're also doing a couple of Dryer Dryers, our comedy festival show. It's the last run of the whole tour. So come on down, Brisbane. That's right. And in Sydney, we're at the Manning Bar and at the Chippo for the Who Knew It. Really pumped up. Hopefully see you all there. Uh, now on with the show. Ook, ook. What is that what the monkey say? Yeah, ooga cha cha. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates Podcast. Did I say that right? <laughs> Matt, don't ask me. Don't ask you. Great. No, All right, good. It's the first episode of your podcast. That's true. So whatever and I just said is what this podcast is. 100%. 100%. I so, don't know how they treat you over on Do Go On. Oh, well, not this well. But they've obviously given you some kind of complex <laughs> that you can't get anything right. Whereas here, right, you can't get anything wrong. Great. Okay, great. Well, welcome to Primates Podcast. Is that how you're going to say it? Oh, I don't know. Sorry. First, my very first guest, Mr. Andy Matthews. Hello. I'd call you one of my prime mates. Yeah. Which I guess is what the double meaning of the name is. Yeah, yeah. And also, this is the first episode, so number one, and that is a prime number. Great. Technically, I think it's episode two because I've, I've recorded a solo Also intro. a prime number. Great. Thank God. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that was a real close call. Um, so this podcast, we're going to be talking about primate-related movies and TV shows mm-hmm. uh, with some of my very good friends. And you're just such a prime example of a prime mate. Andy, look at that. I said prime again. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a fair bit of that, isn't there? No. No? No, okay. certainly not. <laughs> we, we we go a while back. Uh, Stupid Old Studios, where we're recording now, we are uh, both, we created this world. Yeah, yeah. In a we, lot of ways, you did. Um, I, I built some of the walls, yeah, definitely. Um, uh, and I also tore down a few. You, know, you did, yeah, you did both of those be, things. Betwixt you and I. Yes. When uh, God puts up a wall, Andy tears down another or whatever that old saying <laughs> is. Is that the one? Yeah, that's, just, that's more or less exactly it. Yeah. They, they don't say when God created the walls, mm. but hopefully it was somewhere in between making the sort of, I guess, uh, the toilet yes, and the um, the hand-washing area. Right, okay. Yeah. Which I prefer to be uh, inside the toilet room, ideally. Yeah, If possible. I don't, I don't, you know, there's ones where you've got to go into a hallway. Right, yeah. And no. sometimes there's a unisex hand-washing area. Nah, no good. But separate. 
toilets. I mean, that can be fine if you're walking on the way through. That's efficient, I suppose. I suppose. All right. I take it all back. I've I've done very little, um, you know, official study of house planning. Is that what they call the area yeah. of study? I feel like this is going swimmingly early. <laughs> um, I do have a no editing policy. So yeah, great. Fuck, hey. Um, Let's test that. You, you have uh, come in with your favorite uh, primate-related movie. Oh, wow. Or at yeah, least I mean, re- most yes. readily available on yes. Netflix yeah, currently. Yeah, th- that correct. Uh, you said, do you have a movie that you want to watch? I said, let's see what's on Netflix yes. or Stan. Yes. And uh, I believe we, we Googled chimps or monkeys. Yeah. We searched and uh, or even primates maybe, and we, we came up with uh, with this film. And it's called MVP, Most... most Valuable prime mate. Yes. Bloody hell, it's right in the title. Here's a little uh, preview. Wait a minute, it's a monkey. The producers of Airbus. Let me tell you right now, this song is not in the film. Skates a little faster, shoots a little harder, and is driving everyone bananas. Bananas is good. MVP, (laughs) most valuable primate. Are we gonna have like monkey bars in here and stuff? That's that's two uh, two times I mentioned monkeys in the thirty second uh, yes. preview. Of yes. course, uh, the star Jack uh, is not a monkey; it's no. a chimp. A chimp and a um a point that is made in the movie, I believe, at some point they they do say he's not a monkey; he's an ape. Well, isn't that disappointing in a lot of ways that 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 message mm. did not come through to the preview? I think it's just. Clear, like what you got to do to sell films these days. Very yeah. often sell out your ideals. Mm, I think that might be true. Uh, this film was released in the year 2000, mm-hmm. and it maybe in a lot of ways it's, you know, pre 9 11 world, the world was a lot more naive <laughs> in those times. Do you think that played into it at all? Yeah, they several several times in the movie mention that it's a pre 9 yeah. 11 world, which I thought I thought was really interesting. Very self aware. It made self-aware. me a little suspicious. Yeah. It is a little bit. They did. There was an airport scene with very little security. Do you notice that? Yes, yes. Where where a monkey was very sorry, Andy, please. Uh, a sorry, chimp. a chimpanzee was very easy to, to to get onto the um the 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 plane there. And uh, my wife had a similar comment about the train scene. Yes, which we'll get onto. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll get on that train. Um, yes. Yeah, the, watched it with her. She didn't make it through the whole film. <laughs> we should we should uh, say right up the top. Uh, spoiler alert. Okay. If, if please pause now. If you are going to watch this movie, yes, watch it and come back because we are going to be really getting into some pretty key plot uh, points. Let I me assume. tell you, there are a few twists and turns <laughs> in the old plot of MVP. Yes. In the, in the ninety minute running time of this. Uh, of this doozy. They cover a lot of ground. They do. Yeah, yeah, they really do. A lot in the first five minutes. Yeah. And then not very much for the rest of it. <laughs> and for, for a little while you forget that this is a movie about a chimp that plays ice hockey. Yeah. I reckon for half an hour you're going, I mean, there's been no ice hockey chimp work at all. So you've given away a pretty big point there. This is a movie about a chimp that plays ice hockey. It is. That is that is very true. Do you want to do a rundown of the plot? How do you want to go through this? Well, can, can I kick it off? And this this will give a really nice snapshot of the whole movie. This is Beautiful. what was written on the poster. Yes. A comedy about a rookie player who skates a little faster, shoots a little harder, 
and is driving everyone bananas. I assume it's bananas, not yeah. bananas. Yeah, it's definitely written as bananas. Bananas. When they said in the preview, that made me feel so good. Bananas. Yeah. Isn't that a way more fun way to say bananas? So much more fun. It's bananas. Mm. What a, I love pronunciations. They're so fun. Mm-hmm. Don't you mm-hmm. think? Mm-hmm. The Americans and us, or Canadians. Are Sometimes they're case. different. There's really probably a YouTube video in it, I reckon. Yeah. I reckon I reckon that could be viral. Should we pause and, and put something together? Absolutely. Let's pause and put something together. We'll come back to this. Okay. Oh, my God, Matt. That was a hectic 12 months. <laughs> I'm looking at the... Uh, How the... weird was it when we went on Ellen DeGeneres' show? So good, though. I thought she was great. Portia was out the back. She's very natural. the partner of Ellen. Mm. And, and she and danced also, around the table. And also, another way you can pronounce the name Porsche. I believe yes. that's how Americans pronounce Matt, we've got to do Quick another pause. video. Yep. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm so sorry about everything that happened. Oh, my goodness, um, Andy. I don't know if I can talk to you anymore. Oh. But um, that was anyway, fun. Wasn't we've got it? to do the podcast. Yeah, we should what just a, get this ride. out of the way and then we'll, we'll talk no longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is a, it's a, the movie's about a chimp named Jack who plays ice hockey. Yes. It's a viral... Quite a random series of events. Mm. Oh, yeah, totally, totally unexpected. But, you know, played out in um, beat by beat monotonous detail via montages. Yes. A lot of, like, they really, I think they must have been so proud of how they, because the chimp is played by a chimp or three chimps, actually. Mm, mm. And I think they must have been. Not at the same time, just to be clear. (laughs) It's not three chimps in a big chimp suit. Did you notice at the end of the movie, obviously we're skipping ahead a bit here, mm. but uh, <laughs> when Jack was reunited with its family at the um, reserve, mm. I'm pretty sure it was meeting the two other actors that played itself. I don't think they had other chimps floating around. I don't think they had spare chimps on this and movie. I, I don't think they were really anywhere near identical either. Not even slightly, no. <laughs> Which is fun. No, I, that is, I think, probably a big difference between this and the Air Bud series. So obviously this movie emerges from the popular Air Bud series. Yes. Uh, Robert Vince. Yes. Uh, who I looked up. The genius Robert Vince. The genius Robert Vince who directed this film was a producer along, I believe, with his brother on the original Air Bud yes. uh, film, which was itself quite a successful film about a dog that can play basketball, yep. which was based on... A dog that could play basketball. Right. There was a real dog called Air Buddy who, um, yeah, his owner adopted him and was, taught him to play a bunch of sports. Was there really a most valuable primate that this movie was based on? Do you know about that? I am sorry to say that I don't think this is based mm, on it. That's interesting. A true I, story, I actually, not in the way that Air Bud was. I read that Air Bud's uh, working title was MVP, Most Valuable Pup. Really? So it's a bit of a hangover from I that. I wonder if that was part of Robert Vince's vision and why he felt he needed to take the yes. reins to get this one. A very different movie. Obviously, the Air Bud movies were about a dog who'd yes. come in and play a sport, whereas this um, movie is about a chimp who comes in and plays a sport. Uh, but I do believe that the lead actor in Air Bud is the same. Same teen heartthrob. Same teen heartthrob, yeah. Uh, Kevin Zagers. Mm, or yeah. Zegers. Who has gone on to have a career. As an actor slash model, yes, I believe. Which is we've the done best. the same research. That's great. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, you could have gone down so many different paths to find out what Kevin Zigers is up yeah, to. Yeah, but I I chose the Wikipedia route. Yeah, I like that route. That's mm. a great route. Um, to be honest, that there's not a lot out there on on this movie. 
what I love is that uh, it was a big success and mm. it spawned not one but two sequels. We're talking about Airbud or we're talking about MVP? No, we're talking about MVP. We're back on the back on the back. We're back to MVP. Yes, uh, including MV uh, MVP two two most vertical primate where he's a skateboarder, and then MXP most, most extreme, extreme primate. primate where it's sort of and go. I'm going to tell you right now that I will be back on this show. Yes, we got to, to review both of those. Great to That's... get get that trilogy ticked off. But so what got us off on this tangent? We were talking about the the detail that they real that I, I feel like they were so proud of the work the chimps were doing mm. in like dressing itself, getting out of bed, hitting clear, the alarm this, clock. These are chimps. So these are chimp chimps acting as chimps. Yes, we've got no men in suits in this. That's right. We've got no CGI. This is a this is three well trained chimps doing all the things that. Chimps are required to do to make a movie about chimps. Yes. So what are your classics? You've got you're reaching up to hold somebody's hand. Yes. You've got that weird lip thing. Yeah, that sort of fart noise with the lips. Yep, and you've got a bit of sign language. Yes. And and there were some – so this whole the whole series of this podcast started because I fell in love with Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yes. And there were a few little things that I reckon maybe Rise of the Planet of the Apes took – from MVP really? in homage, in homage, yeah. Like the uh, there's a, a a sign in which is pretty crucial in the uh, the Planet of the Apes re- reboot series where um, you're showing that you're a lower ape by put showing the palm of your hand to another ape, and right. then they touch your hand to show that they accept uh, accept you as. Uh, an inferior ape or whatever. Interesting that we don't have that in the human world. No, I know it would be and handy. everyone's equal. Yeah, handshakes are side on, see, with the mm. chimps, they turn that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that most is, vertical, almost horizontal. That is kind of the way Trump even. shakes hands. Yes. Does he, which side does he put it at, low or high? Uh, I think he goes on top. He goes so, on top. Well, that makes sense. Do you think he could also be doing an homage, an homage. to MVP, Most Valuable Planet? I think he could be. Interesting. Anyway, in MVP, uh, that was done when uh, mm. the sister character yes. uh, ends up meeting Jack and that's mm. how they uh, meet each other, doing that hand gesture. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Okay. Which is interesting. And the other the other one that I think uh, was clearly taken from, um, there was this bit um, where uh, Jack climbed up a tree and that happened quite a bit. Early in in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Caesar would climb trees. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I remember that you you might have missed this one, but um, uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes does end with an ice hockey match. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a post credit uh, scene, I think. What was it? The Heather's Cup? The. I've forgotten. Oh, the the Harvest uh, Cup. Harvest Cup. The Harvest Cup. The Harvest Cup, which. So. So the, the, this movie, once they finally, should we talk about how they get to hockey first? Should we? Do you want to start from the very beginning? Let's do it. Okay. So we meet Jack in bed. Yes. But at first, we don't know it's a chimp. It could be anyone. Okay. He's under the covers. Right. What the a fun reveal! <laughs> <laughs> when we see a hairy arm pop out. Okay. And well, hit but the alarm. We're still not sure. <laughs> yeah. Could be. I mean, we are going to see a chimp movie. Yes. But there's no guarantees. It could be a double fake out. I always keep an open mind yes. with these things. I don't want to be the made sixth, a fool sixth of. Sixth Sense. Mm. I've never trusted anybody. Yeah. When... Certainly not a movie film. Well, that that ended with Bruce Willis being a chimp? He was a chimp. Yep, all along. <laughs> that... that scene at the very end where the alarm clock goes off and he reaches out his yeah. big hairy arm. Yep. Ghost chimp. I 
felt quite the fool. Yeah, I felt like an idiot. Mm. Anyway, mm. that's uh, Shyamalan for you. Yeah. Is Shyamalan involved in this movie? Is, am I saying Shyamalan right? <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. Thank you. So, so we meet Jack. I think it takes about, what, 30 to 40 minutes, this bedroom scene. <laughs> he slowly gets dressed. <laughs> and then he's... Then his job it's the is first very of many many montages made of small scenes of monkeys doing things. Sorry, that people, Andy, please chimps. Chimps would that chimps doing scene things that that your human primates would do. Yes, and which is great. That's great cinema. I'm 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 very happy to watch this. Yes, and then we reveal in sort of a, a minor twist that his little house is is behind glass. Right. And he comes out onto a stage, a stage with a curtain that is drawn back for him to do a sort of a face-to-face interview. Yeah, it's like a behind the actor's studio. Yes. Is that the behind the actor's <laughs> studio, <laughs> which is the show they do behind the inside the actor's studio show. Yeah, yeah, yep. where they do a bit of a commentary and break down all yes. the stuff that's happened. Which uh, is really good. I oh, love it's that. fascinating to get an insight into the process of the people who make Inside, Inside the, the actor's, actor's studio. studio. Yes. Uh, and then we find out for, it's, he's basically doing like a low-level magic trick mm. where a very old professor is talking to a, a lecture theatre. A, a poorly attended lecture theatre. Yeah. Sparsely. But theatre theatre in capital letters, right? Yes. This is a lecture theatre, right? Yes. And then he he asked, uh, asked Jack, the old fellow asked Jack, I've got this many Dr. bananas. Kendall is his name. Dr. Kendall, sorry. I'm going to take away this many bananas. How many bananas left for Jack? Jack looks up three hands, even though it would be four. Right. Dr. Kendall looks disappointed. The, cl- the class laugh mm. at this chimp. Mm. They're laughing at him. For getting it wrong. For getting it wrong. What kind of educational environment is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jack realizes his error or he's being cheeky, as monkeys often, often are, which he isn't, obviously. Yes. <laughs> And then he puts up four fingers. Dr. Kendall calls an end to the class. He's sweating. Now, yeah, and, and at this point we start to realise that not, not all is right with Dr. Yes. Kendall. And we can see that this is where the dramatic, the, ter- the film's going to take a dramatic turn yeah. because I've never seen, like you see a lot of people in movies who are close to death or who are about to die. I've never seen an actor who I plausibly believe <laughs> is actually closer to yeah. death. Than the guy who played Dr. Kendall. I think they, yeah. It was very much like, you know how in, in a lot of movies um, and TV shows and they mm. need a baby, they'll have to go to the hospital and get a real fresh baby? Yes. Well, I think they did the same in reverse <laughs> in this case. They went to a morgue or they probably to get a, rid of a baby. an old people's home <laughs> and and they found the most close to death yeah. patient they could find. And that's indicative, I think, of Robert Vince's style as a director. Yeah. He gets a real chimp to play the chimp. Yes. He gets a real dying man to, to play, play this dying, dying man. man. And have you ever seen – so he calls an end to the class. Uh, he says to Jack, he says, how are we ever going to convince people you're a genius if mm. you muck about like that? So mm. I guess this class that people are going to study at is to convince students that the chimpanzees are genius? The specific chimp is a genius. I didn't have a problem with that per se. Like I think – his, he's trying to make a point about um, it, primate intelligence. Right. And so what's this class? It's a, it's, it's a practical class. I yeah. imagine that there are other components. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. It's, yeah, it's an 
observational practical class, but carried out in a lecture theatre where they normally aren't. And yeah. it is a real theatre, mind you, with a with a curtain. Enough students in the class that they could have fit in Jack's bedroom. Yes. Why yes. not take the show to him? Look, I don't know. I mean, all of that's fun. Anyway, so so a phone call is made by the professor after the class and he says, I, I think the Jack experiment's coming to an end. I want to send him back to the Simeon Park. Oh, so he's already given up on proving that he he's has, a genius. Like, by the end of that... <laughs> Well, like that conversation was done. He said by that night he was like, "I'm sending you, sending him home." Then he says, quite Back to ominously, "El Simeon uh, cl- uh, Nature Park, yes. where Jack's parents are, aka Jack's co-stars, yes. the other Jacks." Yeah, interesting. He said, "So, so doc, the doctor says, and this feels ominous when he says, I'll get all the paperwork done tomorrow.' This guy is clearly about to die. Yes, if he can't see it." I mean, we can see it. We can all see it. Why are you sweating, man? He's sweating so much. That's the sweat of a dying man. <laughs> and it, so, Is that a thing? Is there such a thing as the death sweats? Yeah, the death sweats. Yeah, yeah. okay. That's, uh, death sweats. Yeah. I'm going to start around the death sweats. That's a good name. Yes. What, I think that would be My like... favourite form of comedy is, is saying things and then saying that would make a good band name. I Isn't think, that great? Yeah, I'm going to do a podcast that's just that, I reckon. I think that's one of the highest forms of wit. Yeah. Um, the... <laughs> <laughs> the um, <laughs> so he he set this up. He said, "I'll get the paperwork over to you tomorrow." Right, mm. and then how, when you're what's our man? What's the director? What's his uh, the man Rob, with the vision? Robert Vince. Who made Would you the film? call him? He's. I mean, you've got filmmakers, right? And then you've got auteurs, mm. Mm. and I think Vince falls into the latter category. He's an auteur, yeah. definitely. He has these re- recurring themes that he keeps coming back to. The montage of the monkey doing something. And then in amongst that, also other equally slow scenes where he just plays something out in slow motion with a slightly strange camera angle yes. and muted sound. Oh, he loved weird camera. He loved up pointing it up people's pointing noses up people's or noses. down, like real yeah. dramatic um, angles. Yeah. Which you might think are like played out as point of view shots for the monkey, but they're not for the for the primate. No, they're, but they're not. They're he's not in those scenes very They're often. just really nightmarish angles. Yes. They make me feel uneasy. And so were you about to get onto the scene in which we see Dr. Kendall so die? Obviously he's made the phone call. Obviously he's having his nighttime milk. <laughs> Huge glass of milk. <laughs> Huge glass of milk. And very slowly but... you see it dropping. <laughs> not dro- he not dropping his his hand dropping, sorry. And it slowly pours out onto the ground, slow motion splashing on mm. the ground. And I think in a lot of ways this is le- this shot's less about the milk and more it's more of a it's like an analogy for life falling out of him like milk out of a glass. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, I think that's true. And I think he's a man whose life was his his life glass was entirely full of milk. Yes. He hadn't drunk a single drop no. until the moment when he died and it all Went on the ground. There was so much left to give for the yes, doctor. So Obviously, apart from li- life. life milk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really strange scene. Quite dark. Quite scary. I think. Feel like what? And this, uh, we should say, this film is almost definitely aimed at children. It is. I have one point to make on that later on. Okay. That, great. Yeah. When 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 it comes up. Um. So, so Doctor Kendall's dead. So this means uh, that now his paperwork's never going to be. Finished so that he can go back home to his Simeon Park. And this presents, I guess, an in- interesting conundrum, doesn't it, for the Dean of the Faculty? Yes. Um, the Dean of Science at dastardly the Faculty. Dastardly Dean. The Dastardly Dean. Um, what would you do in that scenario, do you oh, think? 
I think um, Dr. I mean, H.F. Peabody, by the way, is his H.F. Name. Peabody. Great. He's a great character. Mm. Great cartoon character villain. Mm. Mm. Um, One full of the classics, of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort yeah. of energy, like mm-hmm. um, steam coming out of his ears kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He, I think... I, I, I think if I was him, I would be like, I'd ask Jack, where do you want to go? Jack would have patted his head in in a sign language for home, which mm. I think is also sign language for home in um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Interesting. But uh, unfortunately in sign language, I believe the word home is very similar to the word an HIV research facility. Hep- hepatitis. He- a hepatitis research facility. Yes. Yeah, because it's a tonal language, I It believe. is. That's and, right. Uh, so those things can be easily misinterpreted. You're saying hepatitis research facility? Okay. So that, and they overhear that Jack and his best mate, uh, who mm. uh, the janitor, the janitor, interesting character. He is an interesting character, yeah. and they they're they're a, they've got a tight bond. Yeah, Jack and he. Yes, um, and they overhear this conversation with the uh, the dastardly dean mm. that they're going to send him to a hepatitis, and the janitor's like hepatitis, hepatitis that's bad, right? Mm. So they come up with this great plan to um, sneak him off via train to the Simeon. Mm-hmm. Mobile disco, yes, park <laughs> where he lived, and uh, they they play it out beautifully. They play it out beautifully. He puts him in a bag, takes him to the train, pops him on the train, gets off the train. Now this is when Carly said that would never happen today. I think maybe Carly is overstating. You know, I mean, remembering well, this is a pre nine eleven world. It is a pre nine eleven. You can world. leave a bag. Yeah, you could. You can't leave a bag on a train anymore. I think they. I think there's different standards of security for trains. I think you probably would still get away with it, right, on a train today, even today. Anyway, I just brought this up to say that my wife was wrong about something. <laughs> now I'm with Carly on this one. Okay, yeah. agree to disagree. Okay, what what do you think about the scene? I mean, for a little bit of light heart, like a bit of comic relief, he the lights go out and he steals the conductor's hat. Yeah, you'd think that might come in, like, be relevant later on. <laughs> it's played out. In no way. No, is that, in no, in no way is that relevant later on. I and thought, uh, yeah. it's been a while since we've had a really slow montage in the movie, which True. I was why I was glad that they would then go into a a very slow montage of a train life inside a bag on a train. Yes, but also bold I thought was intercutting the slow montage with some slow motion footage as well of a little girl uh, in a classroom. Um, not getting uh, invited to a children's party. Yes, those invitations were slow motion being thrown out. Thrown willy-nilly. Yes. Yeah. Um, So we're being introduced now to the other side of the the story, Mm -hmm. the young girl whose brother's a star hockey player. Yes. Now, and this is actually a thing that I will compliment the film on, quite a sensitive portrayal of what it was like to be that young girl because she was deaf. Yes, and it was it was quite interesting. You know, you, this scene plays out, and with sound muted, I didn't realize what was going on at the time. And then you realize that she is deaf. Yes, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I've been forced to confront something there. And it's the kind of thing that you wouldn't really expect in this movie. No, there to be but, any layers at all. But yeah, but it's it's quite good, and it, it makes sense. It really plays into the. The, the the concept of the film that is that now she can communicate with Jack and also her brother can because they speak sign language. Yes. And there's a nice bit there about like accepting difference and you know yeah being well, open to things. I didn't you know you know and you you, you learn that you you see things through the eyes of a 
through the ears of a, a deaf person. I don't know if deaf people also see the world in slow motion, which was also going on in this scene. Yeah. I think they maybe they accidentally had the cameras stuck on a on the wrong setting a few times during right. the shoot because that did happen a, a bit when yes. it seemed slightly inappropriate, but <laughs> maybe that was an autouristic choice by our auteur. Yes. Well, I would expect nothing less. Mm. He runs an autatorship, as we know, uh, the man Vince. Robert Vince. Man, what a vision. And we meet the, the team, the, the hockey team. The Nuggets. What do you think about Nuggets as a name for a... I'm fine with it. Maybe it was a gold mining town. I think, yeah, that's it's never what I referenced. Think. It's a, but, I um, reckon that's what it would be. Yeah. There's a team in the NBA called the Denver Nuggets. Right. I quite like it. Nuggets. If you, I think Nuggets. I think Chicken Nuggets. You think solid, I think solid lumps. Solid lumps. And that yeah. is definitely like that's indicative of the, the team, I guess. They yes. Are, you they know, they're they're hard lumps. hitting and they're hard fighting. And you meet them and they're all just fighting on the ice. Yep. Just, just strangling each other. It's a low level B grade junior hockey competition. Yeah. Yeah. But then they seem to have the chance to go to an incredibly high level very quickly the harvest cup the is... jump between their whole season and the and the final i'm not it a goes sports from... fan i don't know how these things work but not i understand like you can lose say two-thirds of the season and then turn it around with a monkey a chimp player and make it to the uh, probably the, the biggest hockey competition yeah, in Canada. They were they're in Vancouver at like mm. what was looked like a professional stadium. Yes, after playing in like small community and arenas w- and winning maybe three games that we saw. Yes, yeah, and then yeah, not even a like a semi final. No, it no, was no. just like you. Well, you've done it. You've yeah. you've made it to what seems like now, and in the end, you know, professional mm. hockey and then you get contracts are being. <laughs> It was a real, you know, it was a fast and beautiful rise. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing to watch in action. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was a big chunk of the movie was, um, I think we saw about four or five matches. They slowly started turning it around. The coach was a bit of a wisecracking. Was guy. he? <laughs> I don't know that he was. I think, I think it, it felt like they sort of left the space in the script where it was would be like, and then we'll put in a wise cracking type coach yes. here. I mean, he, I think he. There was a couple of good. I think he had a couple of good lines there. I liked his work. Yeah, I, th- right. I recognize him from somewhere, and I think he, he reminds me of Happier Times. Okay, so he must have been in something else from my childhood. I think. Ah, uh, sure. He was, but if it was an adult film, he would have been a drunk at the start, and he would have cleaned an adult himself. Film. <laughs> like a, like not a children's <laughs> film. Oh, okay. <laughs> like a normal film. You hear adult film and you think pornography, do I you? do. Oh, Andy, I do. please. Grow up. Um, you haven't yeah. seen enough adult films. But they're, they're an interesting bunch, the Nuggets. There's a guy who's knitting all the time. Yeah, without heaps. Yeah, they. I guess they just thought that was a quirky thing for him to do. Yeah. That's, 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 that's fine. And um, there was another guy who feigned injury. Until right at the end. we got to talk about that. What was that about? I don't know. That felt like a plot that wasn't in the film. Yeah. That there's a guy we find out, I think he's the captain of the yeah, team. Yeah, the captain. and he... We find out he's supposed to be injured. Then very close to the end of the film, we see him skating around in, in private it. practice and he's killing it. And then at the very end of the film, he comes onto the field and scores a goal or almost scores a goal? Well, he fills in. This is all part of the plot too. Oh, so we should say that uh, 
Jack has been tracked down by the dastardly Dean by this oh, point. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, uh, that's at the very end. But are we still going through the plot? Or sure, let's we... keep going. Let's <laughs> jump backwards. Because we've jumped a huge amount. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that... It's, it's, I'll let you guide this thing. So I'll no, no, I'll go please. Where you'll take you've, me. No, Matt, pl- please, no, no, let's forge on. No, I don't want to... I, I feel good about where you were going there. Okay. Chronological. I love it. Uh, our, our monkey friend, Jack, our chimp friend, misses the train stop for El Simeon. Now, I find it fascinating that this uh, primate-only open-air wildlife park has its own train has station. Its own station, unless the town is called Simeon Open Air or, some, or something similar. L Simeon, which means the, the monkey or the... The Simeon. The Simeon, right? Yeah, which is a kind of uh, primate. Yes, and, uh, but he misses that stop. Yes. A lot of people get off there. It's very popular. And he does not. Continues in the bag. They have said it, and his and his mate did warn him multiple times. Please don't sleep through. Just don't listen sleep. out for El very Simeon. sensible advice yeah. from his friend, the maintenance man. Feels like a key bit. Of, like he was awake for a lot of antics, a whole montage full mm, before mm. he fell asleep for his stop. I guess that's the thing. We, we're supposed to see him. He's exhausted himself. Yes. With montage. Yeah, he's got a little light. All torch, montaged out. A little torch for his head, strap-on torch. Reading a book oh. about a gorilla. Yeah, yeah. Looking at pictures of his family and kissing them with his big chimp lips. Yeah, great lips. But, yeah, I, I'm just I'm fascinated by the El Simeon Park. And later on I think we also find out that it has an airport. Yes. <laughs> yes, because they fly Like a like... major airport, right, because he's gone there on a, a jetliner. Yes. Okay, yeah, that I, that didn't even connect with me. I just, I think I just went all right. Obviously, El Simeon is a big town that right. happens to have a, a park with three chimps in it. Three chimps in one tree, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no fences that I can I could detect. And also, and this is a bit of a spoiler, the primates in the park wear clothes. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> he gets there fully dressed. And his parents, also him, are wearing pants. Yeah. And the one who's supposed to be his mum, I suppose, has a flower in her hair. Yes. Um, This is not standard wildlife practice park. No. Park practice that that I'm aware of. They do things differently at El Simeon Primate Park. I believe that was on the sign. El Simeon, they do things differently. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is nice. I think it's all like it's come out of clinical studies. This is this is how they. I think that's this is how they've found that um, chimps would live uh, sure. in the wild if they were given the opportunity. If they were given the opportunity and like a, a clothing sh- in store. one tree in what looks like quite a cold environment. Yeah, mm. yeah, wearing yeah. like tropical kind of holiday pants. Yeah, because that's just how they like, like to do it. You know, something like the. Like uh, Tom from Arnie Donna was out the front as we were coming up wearing shorts and thongs today. Oh, those people, my dad's one of them. And win- winter begins, like winter has yeah. begun here. Yeah, it's crazy. And he, yeah, he just goes, nah, I like it, I like, I like the airflow on the legs. Airflow. So maybe the chimps are much like Tom from Auntie Donna. Sure, sure. But you realise that for, the, for Tom from Auntie Donna, the alternative is trousers. Yes. Whereas for chimps, the alternative is no pants at all. Right. And that's, <laughs> that's very quite legitimate. A different... That's not a, 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 an option that's open to Tom from Auntie Donna. That's true. Well, yeah. Whereas if the chips like airflow on the legs, they're going to love no pants no at pants. all. No pants. Yeah. 
Um, it's a real dichotomy. If I understand dichotomies, which I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, I, I, yeah, I've got all sorts of problems with El Simeon. Yeah. I could go on and on. I'd love to, yeah, I'd, I'm a bit worried about um, who's running that place. That joint. What qualifications they have. Mm. But, I mean, Jack loves it, and isn't, in the end, isn't that? He's happy to be home That's with home. his parents. Well, how do you feel about chimps in general, in, in life? They are, are the closest. They're the closest to animals to humans. Is that correct? Ninety six uh, yeah, to ninety nine percent. Ninety eight, maybe. Shared I DNA. They, I think they might use ninety eight in as 98. a statistic in the film. That feels like to That's me. High. That feels yeah. I feel like you and I would be further away than that. I agree. So yes. you know, like your hair's blonde, mine's red. Yeah. For instance. Yeah. You know, that's got to be at least 2 to 3%. <laughs> You'd hope. <laughs> and we haven't moved on. I mean, you've got a different seeing problem than me. I think your prescription's different. So we're very – I know people yes. do often confuse us. Uh, as recent as the comedy festival mm. at a pub, a friend of mine called me Andy Matthews and asked how um, my work was a, going. A friend of yours. Yeah. Matt, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I think you're thinking of Andy when you call me Andy, which is not my name. But he fought it. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. Look, I no, I should say very good friend. Very good close friend. Best good man at my friend. wedding. <laughs> yes, he was. That's um, a- uh, but we're not the same person. We could probably play each, uh, each other yeah. in a movie Yeah. if there was like a chimp version of yes. this, you and I would probably both be cast as Jack, yes. the human, playing on the chimp hockey team. Yeah, I think we're close enough. We both look like humans, much like yes. all the Jacks look like chimps. Yes. I think that's one thing. We said they don't – I don't want to throw anyone off. I said they don't look at that much alike. They all do look like chimps. They look exactly like chimps. So, See, this is my problem. I don't like chimps. Right. I find them terrifying. Yeah. And especially I know that adult chimps are not okay. Like you can be around a child chimp. Right. But like I think there's a certain age, like 13, 14 or whatever, where they kick over into being like violently dangerous psychopaths. Yes. Generally like genuinely wild, unpredictable animals who are very, very strong. Yeah, they're and super And very strong. frustrated and angry a lot of the time, especially if you keep them in captivity. Is it something and about their will... fibres or something means that they're way stronger than us? Probably, something, yeah. Something about muscle fibres are intertwined and ours are from side by side, someone said to me recently or it, I heard it that. It makes a lot of sense. So they're strong like a cable. Yeah. Yeah, like a mighty cable on the... So they can rip, like they can rip humans apart if they want to. Yeah. Uh, and that, and, and you don't, that, don't like, like that about I them. I don't like oh, that. That's something about them I think is very endearing. And this is, <laughs> don't you think? But yeah, and there's all this bearing of the teeth, yeah. which is played for comedy. I assume in the film, it's the light and, and dark of the chimp. Scary. I love that. Will they smile? Will they rip your face off? And the chimp is also hugging that little girl a lot. Yeah, and I want to know how confident they were that they were. Far enough away from the psychopath chimp. I imagine there was a gun slide. trained on that chimp at all times, <laughs> just out of shot. Even, even when he was hugging the, yes. the kid. Yeah, take and and the rule is take the shot. Take the Always shot. Take if the you've shot. got the shot, take the shot. And if something goes down, you take the shot. Take the shot. 
to protect her, you might yes. have to kill her. Because there are worse things than death. Yes. <laughs> and that is being ripped apart by a chimp. <laughs> I I'll take the I bullet every day. I absolutely will. Yeah. I absolutely will. Thank you. Shoot I'll put me. that if on that the record. That ever comes up, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, this is I, a legal document. You know podcasts are legal documents. Fantastic. They should be. They are. I think along with the organ donors card in my wallet, I would like an MP3 copy of this podcast yes. to the effect that if Always playing I'm on ever loop. being torn apart by a chimp, take the shot. Yeah, because I, I don't think you want to rely on that situation playing out and people going through your wallet, finding an MP3 chip Thinking and then finding some it. sort of a player. I think you need to have some sort of a portable boom box on you at all times. Mm. Okay, blasting. Blasting. This, this podcast. podcast, start to finish. Hopefully it times out so the relevant... I mean, fingers bit, crossed. Yeah. I mean, we could trim it down. But I, like, no, I've no got a editing, no editing rule. No editing policy. And I, and I am, you know, that's, one, that's the one thing I will stick to with this podcast. Um, so the chimp makes it to uh, this little frosty town. Uh, Must have been a real surprise. He thinks he's getting off. At the Simeon Park. Yeah. And instead he's getting off into snow. He happily Something we off. assume he's never seen before. Yep. Takes to it, though. Like a chimp to snow. Chimp to snow. Like that's where the saying comes from. Did you know that saying was coined in the year 2000? By the auteur, ah. Bernie Vince. Bernie. <laughs> he's a Melbourne footballer. Who, what's this guy's name again? Robert Vince. Robert Vince. Um, Bernie's an old man. And the girl, the little girl that we've met who didn't get the invite to the party who was deaf. Yes. She sees the chimp. That uh, is uh, Jamie Renee Smith. Right. It's her, the actress's okay. name. Okay, when she's in the snow with her brother. Yes. It's very cold. She's uh, eating a banana. They're out. She's eating a banana. There's a, there's a strong banana motif yes. in this film. We this, see bananas This movie everywhere. is bananas. There's, she eats the banana. The chimp eats a banana. She has a banana toy on her backpack. Yeah, I know. She has <laughs> banana... Uh, there's a banana magnet on the fridge, yeah. and uh, I believe she has a banana logo um, pillow. This film was in part funded by Banana. Brought to you by Big Banana. Yeah. The Big Banana. The Big Banana. The Big <laughs> Banana Queensland. at Big Banana. Yeah. <laughs> the Big Banana at Queensland, which is one of Australia's famous landmarks. Yes. Other countries have statues and beautiful buildings. We have Bigger versions of things that you would normally find in a bowl on your table. Big banana, big mango, uh, yes. big Ned Kelly. Not necessarily in a bowl, but well, there's two big Ned Kellys. I found out recently. Really? Yeah. There's uh, there's multiple big sheep, including the big merino. Mm, there's the big which koala. had to be moved. Do you know that? A truck. The- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I mean, yeah, because it Marino. was in a place where people stopped driving past. Oh. So they, and they're nearly all now, I don't know what came first, but a lot of them that I've seen over the last couple of years traveling around are in Bunnings car parks. I don't know if that means that there are so many Bunnings that if you're ever near a big thing, you're probably near a Bunnings as well, mm. or if the Bunnings are actually attracted to the big Hard thing. Hard to say. <laughs> 
It's some one of those ones that I don't think will ever be solved. There's a study in that. <laughs> anyway, the girl the she funding. sees the chimp and she ignores it. She sees she sees him peering Jack peering around a corner in the night in the cold, and she walks away. She dismisses it as I as think as an apparition, would, as an apparition, as just another symptom of deafness. Yes, slow mo, can't hear things, seeing chimps around corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. She and thought it was Bruce Willis, actually. Very brief. Enough. She's like, oh. Fair enough. She's been fooled before. I've been, I'm not, not again, Bruce. <laughs> nice try. Back to your tree, you old chimp. Because the, uh, the the chimp is living in a treehouse at this point. He finds a yeah, tree Yeah, he house. finds a, a very cozy treehouse. That, that was my favorite bit of the movie. I loved that treehouse. It was great. And it was uh, interesting. Uh, there's a bit of a TARDIS effect, I reckon, with that treehouse because it was enormous yes. on the inside. A beautifully, a beautifully set out treehouse. Very fantastically appointed. I'd live there. Definitely that is the sort of thing that you would see on Airbnb now. Yeah. Right? Like what a charming, oh, picturesque. So nice. And, it, you know, it looked very lived Quaint. in. Quaint. Very lived in, but no one ever. Yeah, you, no one I there. mean, my first assumption was clock's ticking before someone comes back here. Yes. Will it be the girl's treehouse? There's a connection here somewhere. Something's going to happen. It's just like a treehouse in the woods. Motif that's going to become relevant. No, no, no. It's a, it was another conductor's hat. I think yeah. that treehouse, which is another word for red herring. Mm, a oh, conductor's no, hat. Conductor's hat. <laughs> Something that uh, the monkey spends a bit of time in, but it's not relevant. Yes. Um, uh, and our our dean, he finds out that the monkey didn't make it to uh, the hepatitis research facility. He's furious because this is And he issues. is furious. This is quite the scene. Yeah. He's, well, for some reason, a lot of beneficiaries or benefactors mm. Alumni. Are, ho- are holding back funding until the chimp is found for they some reason. They love this chimp. Yeah. Not enough to attend the lectures in the lecture theatre. <laughs> no. And it is a theatre. But they are obsessed with him. How do you think they would have felt when they knew that he was sending it off to a hepatitis Factory anyway. I don't, I don't know, know if it's a factory for hepatitis, but... But that Dean, he goes barging down a corridor, pushing people out of the way who aren't even in his way. Yeah, students. like Students. Young yes. young people. Yes. I dare say another member of the faculty if they'd crossed his path. Yeah. It was anything goes. Yeah. I don't think you'd get away with that anymore. But you've got to remember this was a pre-9-11 world. Yes. And that is an angry Dean. Yes. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't get away with that now. Oh, no. Oh, no. America has lost its innocence. And then we see the scene where the dean steps on a paint tray because the maintenance man oh, yeah. is painting the wall. Green. Green. That's quite a strange the, yeah, green colour. And the dean steps on the paint tray. Anything strike you about that scene? Um, look, to be honest, I half watched most of this movie. That feels like a part I might have been looking away at. But I do remember that bit. Did he get splattered by green? Well, we see the him, the footstep on the... He was a green dean. The, we see... <laughs> green dean. Yeah. Great name for a band. <laughs> we see him step... Favourite form of comedy. We see him step on the tray. We see the paint splash up. We see the dean angry and we don't see anything get on his pants. Right. Like he's wearing a white linen suit. Yeah. You'd think 
that these elements combined would result in a money shot yeah. where we see the Dean actually getting splashed. Yeah. But we don't see that. And that is another recurring motif in the film, that the Dean splashes or spills a liquid that we do not see make contact with his body. Right, because it's all set. It's like that whole scene is set up for that splash. I Absolutely. I remember a splash. That's why he's painting. Isn't that funny? Like uh, in my head, that splash happened, and that's why I was angry. Wow! So he created that. That's that's Robert Vince down to a T. He yes. can create these impressions in your mind just through the cre- the use of montage and slow motion. Yeah, he can make you think things have happened when yeah. in fact they haven't. What a I think genius. that's actually probably a big part of the the chimp directing. Toolkit yeah. is to make create the illusion of action. Yeah, and from also to disparate components that, and also not allowing your star to kill the crew. Yes, ripping them limb by limb. I think chewing the face off is the favourite move of the angry chimp. Is it really? That yeah. is a chimp thing. Yep. I knew that was somewhere in the primate yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're big face chewers. Wow, I don't like it. Great big grins. Good um, teeth. We get a press conference about the missing chimp. Big press conference. Big, yeah. Yeah, a lot of Scaling changes. This I think depending on how many extras were available at the time, <laughs> these events could be huge or tiny and you just don't know what's going to happen. I'm pretty sure there were more people attending that press conference than there were the uh, the, the, the uh, Harvest Cup <laughs> in the 30,000 seats. They bought, I'm the sure they stadium. bought some amazing stock footage. The, that Harvest Cup crowd was heaving. It was. But not was. quite as heaving as the press conference you are, right? Oh, that was pumping, that press conference. God, I'm glad I took the time to correct myself from 3,000 to 30,000 for yeah. the attendance of that. I really, know. I should have said 300,000, but I didn't think I could correct myself by that much. Um, and pretty soon we see the chimp. Uh, he has a little bit of time with the kids, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He has a little bit of time. With, with the, the brother. And with the kids, they and... start to get to know each other. There's a few other scenes. We probably should move through some of these... Let's make a montage of okay, this. Okay, great. So some of the classic moments, there's like for some reason there's like an old uh, bitty sort of meeting of, of, of community women. Right, come to come to the – because the chimps now moved in with the girl and the ice hockey player. They come to their house and for only for one reason. And that's for one of them to see the chimp out the window and have a heart attack. <laughs> I assume she's dead. Yeah. She's a, we, just another fatality. This movie, funny the body story, count is higher body count than Rambo, which is amazing. Yes. Yeah. Um, but it feels it feels good to watch yes, him go down. We've previously seen a scene of the chimp skating on roller skates around the corridors with the um, the uh, the maintenance man. Yep. Any thoughts on the maintenance man, Matt? Well, I, I mean, he's a. I don't. I'm. I'm not sure. I think maybe you could say it's a. He was like he was a, he was a you know a simple man. Yes, but he was with a heart of gold. I think is something. Absolutely, yeah. Is it is it a sensitive portrayal of a of a man with learning difficulties? I, d- or? I don't think so. No, not at all. Great. No. Okay, I wasn't sure. No, no, I because they never me, really what... brought any any real attention to him. He was a very likable guy. So. Yeah, but the scene in which he's riding his big tricycle with the monkey to the train station, and oh. he goes down a little ramp onto the road and manages to bump ungainly over both sides of the little ramp. I don't remember that. Bit. I was like, that That takes that t- 
took a few takes to get him to look that bad at riding his bicycle. Right. And for me, that was like the point at which I was like, this is no longer a sensitive portrayal. Right, okay. This is being played for laughs yeah. of look at this idiot. Right. Yeah, right. That's a shame. I'm sorry. Interesting. No, so the, and, and, then, and then before we know it, the, the monkey's he's playing in the ice hockey team. He uh, he he's got a he takes the clothing via another long montage of getting dressed. And Such a long montage. So long. He tra- he, ch- he changes his outfit a few times, tries it in different ways. He keeps looking at this poster, which I found out is for a brand uh, that was paid for product placement. They they made um, chimp special ice skates. Oh, wow. So they're brandings throughout the film. Right. So that's why they keep cutting back to I that poster. I think that must be what it is, yeah. Of a person who is not dressed at all. No, he's not, like what's he what learning from is? that? Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I keep going, he's going to be confused because it looks like all the padding's on the outside. That's a very different uh, hockey outfit. Did you, did you like the name of the the jersey that he picked up, the player's Rib-chimsky. name? Chimsky. Chimsky. Yeah, Ribchimsky. Ribchimsky. Who is the captain who is not playing because he's injured. Or is he? Or is he? No, he's not. He's for not. Some no, reason. no. At the very end, we find out he's he hasn't. He's been fine for months. Yes. Seems like and there's loving, something going on. Loves hockey. Yeah, there's Love. some other thing at play, but they've cut that arc. Yeah, yeah. I imagine they were slashing arcs left, right, and center. I reckon this movie probably came in at about three and a half hours. Yeah. You know, and, and they're like, we can't, we can't cough up any of these getting out of bed montages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut storylines. <laughs> Storyline after storyline. We'll, we'll leave like shadows of storylines to confuse. Oh, yeah. That's what people come to the cinema for. Mm-hmm. And this did get released into the cinemas. Uh, the organ player. Yeah. Too goofy or not goofy enough for you, man? Um, I'd say not. Oh, I'd, yeah, it was in that uncanny valley. Of yes. Not. It needed to either go full goofy or dial it way back. You know, for my money, he was too goofy. Was not playing. Was not playing the songs that were playing either. Not, not, not discernibly. No, no. Which is an interesting really, way to do it. Really intriguing, the way that that plays out. Yeah, is um, that a friend of Vince's? Enemy, and possibly an enemy, an enemy. of Vince's. He doesn't come out of it career. looking good, and he gets hit in the head with a puck. With a puck via, via uh, the chimp. Yeah, so the Nuggets—they've got a—they've fa- got one fan who's this old bloke. The guy who plays Blue from Old School. Correct. You're my and boy, Blue. Also, in the Wedding Singer, is uh, the guy who uh, is in the bar who gives him a hug. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was some real glory years in the early 2000s. I think he's then. great. Yeah, he's very he is, funny. He is very, very good and looks a lot like an old person, but doesn't look close to death. Yeah. He looks so old. But so full of life, yeah. Which is what I think I, I like about I have him. A, I, I wouldn't check out his current situation. Absolutely, hundred percent. He's still kicking. Is he? Oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> this is eighteen years ago. Don't take this away from me. <laughs> no, all right. Yeah, he lives on in our minds and hearts. Yeah. No, fantastic actor, and he's got the one line that conf- I was felt a bit out of place, like when they the, the monkey plays for them. I'm going to keep saying monkey. I'm sorry. Um, it's my instinct. I can't help myself. Can't help your um, he says, holy shit, these guys can play. Yeah, right. I was like, that's weird. That, that line, there didn't need to be a shit in this film. 
Yeah. That is out of that is out of nowhere. Do you think maybe that's that's to give it a cool factor? Edgy. Yeah. That's pretty edgy. It Holy is edgy. shit. Holy shit, these guys can play. I think I think that's got to be it. I feel cool just sitting near a guy yeah. saying that. I've been saying it since then, you know, and it's worked for me. Yeah. I sat down the train station when school kids are around and they just look up to me like a god. <laughs> it's just the vibe I get from yeah. them yeah. when I'm doing shuckers. Yeah, like a god. <laughs> Holy shit, you kids can play. And that's, you know, they're not even playing. So I think it's confusing to them. And they're like, this guy doesn't care about any rules. Yes. He'll say, let's look up to him as a god and call the police. (laughs) Call the police and avert our eyes. Yes. As one does with a god. Yeah. And call the police. Yeah. Because, you know, is he okay? Now, the the, the hockey player, the, the, the goalkeeper is probably one of the worst players on the team. He's no good. But apparently used to be. Used to be good. Used to be great. There's a scene he's trying to train with our mate, the Steve. This is one of my few notes that I have on there as well. Yep. Um, Run it by me. Uh, the note I've got down is, I have an idea, colon, glasses. That's, I have written down here. I have an idea, arrow, glasses. <laughs> I think, like, and that didn't, like, there was no backlash to it. It's no, just let, he did let's, let's, let's be absolutely clear for the listeners about what it is that we saw. Right, he says they're playing. <laughs> we, we, they're, they're playing um, hockey on the ice. Just the two of them: Steve, our main man, and Magoo. Magoo, Magoo. Great name. love that name. It's a great Mr. name, Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo, a guy who couldn't see. I didn't see this coming. I couldn't see this coming. Um, he, he's he his eye condition, whatever it is seems to replicate the symptoms of like a malarial fever or something, right? Like his eyes are darting around. Yeah. I feel like his breathing is like shaky and like like everything's moving and like overlaid and he like yeah, it's a it's a it must be a nightmare for him. And this is his not this is not just while he's on the ice. This is his day-to-day life. And our man Steve says I have an idea. And then we don't see the payoff for that for quite a while. Yeah. Until in the game, we see that Magoo is wearing glasses. And now saving goals. And saving goals like a champion. Yeah. Big, thick glasses, too, like Ray Ban Wayfarers. Oh. The audience are now also, the crowds are wearing. Are them. They? Yeah. Like it very quickly becomes a thing. But the, 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 all of a sudden you're going, wait, so did he not think of this? I only assumed he didn't do it because he was embarrassed, but they, there was no, 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 no. talk of that no, at all. he hadn't thought of it. Yeah, there was no, oh, I just don't want to. And there was no scene of him going, trying them on, going, look, these look all right. And the fact that no one on the team has mentioned to it, no one on the team has mentioned to the goalkeeper, like even up until the point that they're, you know, they're winning games and stuff, no one's mentioned to him that you ha- cannot play hockey at or like you can't you can't save a single goal. Yeah. It, they they're, they're sort of treading around it almost like like you would in a movie where it's a war movie and somebody has some sort He's of dying. trauma. Yes. Uh, and and can't shoot straight or something like that, right? right? Like somebody who has been tortured. Right. 
I just want to know if, like, in some way they're all collectively responsible for his eye damage and so they can't bring it up with him uh, or, like... That's true. There's a lot going on in the background there. It is... It is yeah, it's it's creepy, kind of the way they don't address it. I'm worried. Anyway, he got glasses and things were solved instantly. Instantly. And then we get another scene. He and the... he was one of the ones who got a contract with the I think with the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. The Mighty Ducks. Interesting cross intertextual. Is that a real team, the yeah, Mighty Ducks? Yeah, it is now. I think it became one after oh, no way. the movies. Yeah, like right. one of the franchises took on Mighty Ducks as the um as their as their mascot logo. Right. So this would this would have been before this happened. So the team, the Mighty Ducks, had gone from fiction into reality. Yes, before and then back into fiction. Back into fiction, dipping back into yeah. the fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I hope that they're the goalkeeper for the Mighty Ducks after this film came out took on the name Magoo yes. just to maintain that that continuum between the real and the unreal, which is played with so well by Robert Vince in this oh, film. So well. Um, that's, and then, a, that's a real. That's a. You know, you're watching Vince mm, when you're not sure what's reality. What's, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> oh, that's this is a Vince. <laughs> um, uh, we get another scene with the dean spilling something, getting really angry. Oh, and we what, don't a, see what a great spill! What a great tea! Him. Yeah, what a great tea canister. He had an amazing kettle. Yeah, or teapot. It was like a teapot, Coffee? but a very impractical teapot. So like he's... a stainless steel, like it, I think it, it it had a point at the bottom, like it couldn't sit up on its own. It needed its own stand. Yeah, fancy stand. He's pouring the tea. He gets on the phone to someone. He gets angry about well, something. Well, he, he sees Jack on the news. Oh, he sees Jack on the news. Yeah, That's Jack, right. Jack, new starring chimp. All right, we've cut past the fact that they've, at first the chimp was not allowed to play and then the team heads from the league all got together and the pitch from the Nuggets was, we all share, we all have, we all profit sh- share. We profit share, so it's good for all of us if the chimp plays. Crowds will come, and they're like, all right. And then Instantly the chimp on board, yeah. And of course, it it meant that they all would lose to the team now because they had this unstoppable chimp player. Oh, that that's something we haven't mentioned either. Is he's a really fast skater because um, Vince speeds up. The tape. Well, he plays with time. <laughs> Vince, that at at his heart, he's he's a director who who plays with time. Yes. Um, slow motion for deaf people. Fast forward for chimps. Yep. <laughs> Unless they're on a train, and then painstaking montage. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's. I think that's how chimps go when they're on the ice. Things speed up. He plays with seasons. It's the depths of winter. In Canada, it's high summer at El Simeon Park. The chimps are wearing tropical <laughs> outfits. Somewhere between. They have flowers in their hair. And we've got to believe that they're not that far from each other. Well, they're a train. They're, they're, they're a couple of stops on the train yeah. line. Surely, unless he's sleeping for days. Yeah. Which is possible because Vince possible. plays with time. You just don't know. I was confused. And that's how I knew I was watching a Vince. Um. Yeah, and he spills the coffee on the fu- while he's watching the TV, and uh, he gets really angry, shouts something about "get me iced tea," I think, to his <laughs> assistant, and and we don't see the spill on his white linen pants. 
Can't wait for the big payoff. It's coming. Oh, it's the rule of three, coming. I reckon. The coming. next one is really going to be a big payoff. Yep. So he get, he gets up there for the Harvest Final. Harvest Cup. They made it to the Harvest Cup Final. They drive into the, the big city lights of Vancouver. And we know that it's a whole new place because a hot woman walks past and the kids ogle her. Yeah, a quite conservatively dressed woman, right? Yeah, it looks like wearing sort of high fashion maybe of the time. Yeah, 90s but like, you know, like runway fashion. A, a, a long black coat and black pants, I think. And yeah. But she was a head turner. She was absolutely a head whoa. turner. Whoa. Yeah, what did he say? I think it was like some sort of a whoa. As as was the building that they drove past. I remember the uh, iconic line, man, look at the size of that building, <laughs> um, which tells you that you're in the big city. Yeah, yeah. Um, we didn't see the building, but. You just knew it was I there. I knew it was there. That's again, and that's And I believed it was yep. there. You don't need yeah. to see it. He, he doesn't show, he tells. Yes. <laughs> Which I think is the best director. Is the best direction. Yes. Yes. Um I don't know if the, I don't know anything about hockey. Do you ever watch any ice hockey? Uh I find it hard to watch because it's so hard to see the see the puck. It moves around so fast. You're really watching the player who most likely looks like they've got the puck. You're right. <laughs> You're like, I reckon that's the go at the puck. I haven't seen too much of it. I know there's a few quirks about it, like there's three periods. I can always see the puck. Oh. In the close-up shot that they do of the puck shooting through the air, wobbling oh, yeah. slightly. <laughs> I love that shot. Yeah, that's great. Um, which uh, they definitely didn't use that same shot shot several times. No. Jesus, um, um, the chimp had a great strike. What a strike! Just re- a sla- is that a slap shot? Slap shot, sure. Yeah. Snap shot. Snap shot of the slap shot. Yeah. So good. He had a powerful hit. Yeah, didn't see that coming. There was no reason for that to be the case. No. Except, I guess, the fibres that they have in their yes, arms that are twisted, true. not side by side like in humans. Yes. Oh, buddy, our greatest weakness, our side by side fibres. Yeah. Um, That'll be our undoing. But I, why I ask you about the hockey is because they have very loose chin straps on those helmets. Yeah. And Did like, you notice that? Very unprotected chins as well. Totally unprotected There must chins. be jaws broken all the time. Big hits as well. It mm. must be the mm. American sports are easily the most violent sports. You sometimes hear about um, like Americans will come down here and they'll be like, geez, I can't believe you guys play football without pads and stuff. But then you watch NFL or mm. ice hockey mm. where they've got a lot of pads. Because of the pads, they fucking smash each other yeah. like a million times harder. They go like flying through the air. It's, yeah, it's and, brutal. And, and a lot of them die young because of it. <laughs> Like, it's a real problem, apparently. Ex-NFL players have brain damage, and it's very common. Yes. They've got a brain bank trying to research it. It's wild. Anyway, was that the question? I just um, find One it... was about chin straps, but yes. Yeah. I, it is amazing that how... And I guess AFL seems to be having more and more issues. Australian Rules Football mm. uh, Professional League with concussion. There's yep. two Saints players two from who I support one of them's out for the rest of the season because he, he's had six concussions in his career and he's about mm. his mid-20s mm. and all of a sudden he had one and then a week later he you know he couldn't remember the game and he was just getting intense Whoa. headaches and he played the following week and felt weird and he hasn't played since yeah that's not okay and it's just i think it, i it feels like it's happening more but i think what's actually happening is all of a sudden they're talking about it, and yeah. it's not just man up and cop it. Yeah, just you keep play. You got to run it out, run it off. Now it's like, oh, I don't 
I feel weird. I can all um, the time. I can tell you that what they need to do is get a chimp on those teams. Yes. Yes. Okay, so they they allow the chimp because <clears throat> um because they're all going to make money out of it. And I guess they do, even mm, though it mm. costs every other team. This... And, and there only seem to be about two or three more games in the season. Yeah, which uh, and all of the, the heads... Nuggets win all of and streak through to the Harvest Cup final. <laughs> and and then the Harvest Cup final is there. They're in it's the big city, us. huge stadium in Vancouver, enormous stadium. Like yes. sold at thousands of people are there. I'm going to say three thousand, and maybe thirty thousand. Two of them of the, of that crowd is the dastardly Dean and his his sort of fumbly weird offsider who we've really only so, just met. So inept, but so, yeah, yeah, really inept. And they they um they they see the chimps there. They see the chimps. The plan there. they hatch a plan which is we'll get him after the game, but not before. Our, the girl sees the, him there, right? yes. the little girl, and yeah. this is where we get a really important scene for me because she's carrying two big cups of brown liquid. We don't know what they are. And she bumps into the dean. Now, the dean is wearing a white linen suit. and I did not pick up any. <laughs> we see a close-up of the liquid hitting the pants of the dean. Ah, oh, finally. Yes, but we do not see, this is what we do not see, because Vince always, he always leaves you wanting more. We do not see a wide shot in which we see that those pants are actually on that Dean. So <laughs> we get a, we see her spilling. We see a close-up of, of brown liquid hitting pants. What we have, been, we have been teased for and have been crying out for this whole film, but nothing to show that those pants are on the Dean. And I don't know what is going on and I don't know. Why is it? it a, why the is world it a is choice? like this? Do you think it's a? Maybe it's a. I'll tell you what it is. They had one pair of pants. They had one pair of pants for the dean. They did not have money for a second pair of pants. Yeah. They did not have money to clean that pair of pants. It was, it was. Let's get all the shots, and then we'll get the pants dirty once at the very end. Right. In a back at the up. studio, in a locked off shot, right. so that we don't have to do it twice. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah, I hate to destroy a bit of the magic there, but that's a little bit of my insight from but I think, behind don't the you scenes think, of the a, old TV and film industry. To me, in a lot of ways, that just again illuminates the genius of Vince. Mm-hmm. What he does mm-hmm. on a shoestring budget, uh, which yes. I believe to be a few million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's how much I spend on shoestrings. He has stretched this one linen suit into so much comedy gold. Yes. Yes. So much. Oh, well, you're, you're you're almost begging for it by then. Yeah. Or you were. I I hardly <laughs> noticed to be honest. <laughs> um, and then so then the dean's gone. He's he's sitting up in the stand. He's telling his his weird offsider, "We'll get him after the mm. match." Obviously, the sister can lip read. She, yes, she sees from the other side of the what stadium. They're planning. She can both lip read and has telescopic. Um, eyes, yes, because she can see a hundred meters away yes. what Ellipse are saying. Yes, she is then able to get the attention of her brother, who is quite a distance away. Yes, let him know they're getting him after the match. He hatches a plan, a great plan. We don't hear what it is. This is no. classic kids' cinema. A lot of whispering happens for yes. the next minute or so. 
one character's whispering to another character, that character's whispering to another character, and so on. The, the whispering scene. Yeah. They have it in every kid's film. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, it's, a, it's always, you know, 95% of the way into the film, you have a good whispering scene. That's how you get the awards. Yes. Um, and um, Sometimes it ends up in confusion, not in this case. Mm-hmm. The plan was set out. We They didn't want us to figure it out because it, it was pretty complex. Yes. Basically, and it was the old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. Matt, tell us what happened. So we see, and they, they really don't want us to, they do believe it's a big reveal because mm. they, they don't show, they, they show, uh, what's Jack, Steve, is it? Steve. Uh, Steve Westacott or something the like that? The actor slash model. Westover. Westover. Steve Westover. He jumps out in a cab. He's off. He's heading to the airport. Cab. He's wearing a tie and a shirt for some reason. Yeah, he's yeah. changed. He's taken the time to change. He's left the Harvest Cup. Yes. He's <laughs> the, the star of the team. He's the star of the team. He's just gone. He's asked for the cab. driver to put it on the radio. So it's big enough. This tiny junior hockey thing is on the radio. It's yeah. been commentated on oh, the radio. It's not, it's not tiny. No, it's huge. Well, sorry, it's huge. The season. Yes. And he's riding in the in the cab, and we don't see anyone else in no. the cab with him. Yeah, and know. then we see, back on the ice, the what's the name of the chimp again? Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> Jack, Jack, uh, and it, and it's it's going down to the wire. Scores a level. Yes, the puck sits on the goal line. Just needs a nudge to get over, well, and and it's nudge. every player is. Hand-to-hand battle. Wailing on each other. Yeah. Thumps, smashing against the glass. Can someone punching. get through? Then we see Jack. Name on the back says Jack. That's how you know it's Jack. Assume it's Jack. Name and I'm pretty on sure the back it was a, says Jack. I'm pretty sure it was a chimp playing at, at this point. Very chimpy movements. Sli- slides under, nudges the puck into the goal on the buzzer for mm. the win. Mm. Gets up in the celebrations. Everyone's loving it. Jack scored the goal. Helmet comes off, Jack. Who is it? It's, it's Jack. It's the sister. Oh, it's the sister. Yeah, you missed it. You I, got, no, that's how it was much a blink I believe and the you story missed, that you were telling me. Which I love because obviously, um, well, we talked about it before, the helmets hardly cover the face. Mm. Can you tell the difference between a girl's bottom half of her head and a chimp? I, ha- I can't, and let me tell you, it's got me into a lot of trouble. Yeah, well, you've really got to, I've been meaning to t- bring that up with you. <laughs> And then we find out that Jack and uh, the teen heartthrob are at the airport. He's putting him on the plane to, to Simeon. Park. Simeon. Yeah. Oh no, they're getting on together though. He's got enough money on him. This no, wait. No, he, he just he just puts the chimp on. Does he? He doesn't get on. Yeah. No, he puts him on. You see him. The, oh, the that's chimp right. Walk down the oh, the right. ramp with the with the. Hostess, yes, yeah, hostess. No questions asked. Yeah, there's a like a half-hearted attempt at that little handhold, chimp handhold thing. She's a beautiful thing. The chimp decides not to. Yeah, the the air hostess awkwardly keeps her hand out. As Nine takes. The director that told was the closest that, they got. Just just commit to it this time. Yeah, we'll fix it in a montage. Yep, and, and then yeah, the chimp right. is off. He lands at El Simeon. He meets the the sensitively portrayed maintenance man. He's yes. now working there, Somehow. which I thought was quite nice. That was nice. So I, that was that's a real happy ending. I, I actually felt that much more than I felt him reuniting with his parents. Yeah. As like a moment. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Because there was that weird thing of, oh, he's meeting the other people who play his role, mm. which yeah. felt weird. But, um, and both of them, I think, were half-dressed. I think the other two were sharing one outfit. <laughs> but an outfit that was made up of two pairs of pants. <laughs> 
<laughs> two pairs of shorts. Yeah, and then we're back. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they weren't both. I no. think they were both topless. Okay, that is very possible. I mean, I was it's paying very close attention. weird to refer to a topless chimp. Well, you've just done it. I have. And you've I aroused have. half our listenership. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then we we go back to the game. Celebrations keep going. No questions asked about the goal, winning goal being scored by someone who's not registered to play on this team. Mm, mm. I don't know if that's an issue. Is that an issue? Yes. Okay. There's, there's I don't no know way that's sports. You can't you've you can't just throw in any player in the last period. What if it's secretly? Gonna, what if it's going to attract kids to the people to the game? Well, we I mean, all get a profit share, so we're all going to benefit. I out think of this. then, yeah. I mean, it, maybe that can, yeah. that happened behind the scenes. Yeah, where that's possible. But they they would have had to have put her name on the list. Maybe she was always on there. Always keep a always keep a young girl on the list just, just in, in case, case something like this happens. Yeah, for the switcheroo scenario, the switcheroo play. Yeah. Uh, and then a few different uh, players are picked up by different um, professional teams. Yes, one of them being the fictional now real Mighty Ducks, now fictional again. Yes. Um, and then out. The he doesn't have to ask his parents. No, because he's already thought about it. I've already thought about it. You might. Why ask the question then? That could have been more efficient. Yeah. The the scout goes. You might need to think about this. Ask your parents. Very. I've already thought about very it. Very thinly sketched the parent characters. Very, especially that dad. The dad is, is yeah. I, I, him, I know him as um, dad who drinks a cup of coffee. Yeah, and couldn't find his glasses because Jack, Jack wore them. Yeah. Interesting montage, that one. Beautiful montage. Well, that's the movie. One of my favourite montages. I think, I think everyone who's listening has definitely seen the movie. Probably a lot of people who aren't listening have seen the movie mm. as well, I'd say. Mm. Um, and the, and and those of you are still listening here now will be so glad to hear that uh, there are two sequels and we will have Andy back. Yeah, and we'll, I'd be very interested to see what happens to the uh, the dean's pants in those movies. Yes, I will. I will be very happy about uh, finding that out because if I mean, have they not just built that up even further? That's in in some ways a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's how you know they've left it open for a sequel. Like I could feel it was coming because. They kept us wanting that. I want it. I want it more than ever. So one, uh, Andy, as you'll know, as a regular listener to this show that is basically just beginning now, um, one of the regular segments is uh, uh, the primate mascot segment, which I'll, I'll, I imagine a better um, a better name will come up. This week we're going to feature, have you heard of the team, the Phoenix Suns? No. They're an NBA team. Uh, they've had a few uh, big-name NBA players in the past, including Sir Charles Barkley. You familiar with his work? No. Charles is that, Barkley. Is, is Niles Barkley a reference yeah. to Charles Barkley? That's, I reckon you must be one of the first people to have heard Niles Barkley before Charles Barkley. Yeah, well. That's um, beautiful. I travel backwards through time. Uh, so they're called the Phoenix Suns, but their mascot is Go the Gorilla. Great. Um. This, and this is the story via Wikipedia, the mm. most trusted resource of how that came to be. Just very briefly, because we've talked in so much detail about that film. Um, for the first 11 seasons of their existence in the NBA, the Suns had no official mascot. If they did, you'd imagine it would be mm. some sort of a son. Yes. Uh, but some years later, this mascot was born by accident. A messenger for Eastern... Onion, which I guess is a no, I'm, I know is a singing telegram s- service because it's the very next thing. That's... Onion? You sure that's not Union? I mean, it says Onion, but very possibly could be Union or Orion, maybe Eastern mm. Orion. Do you think Union feels right? Yeah. Um, 
So uh, the messenger in this case was dressed as a gorilla, right? As he left, the stadium security suggested he do a few dances. The security suggested They're that. making these calls. Uh, under the basket during a timeout, and the fans loved it. Uh, the messenger had a great time. Uh, so he kept coming to the games until he was officially invited to be part of the team. And this is now uh, why he is the official mascot, Go the Gorilla, for the Phoenix Suns. Fantastic. His name is Henry Rojas. Rojas. Beautiful. Is that a beautiful thing? There was an early attempt to have a costume involving a sunflower. Oh, see, there you go. I thought you said that they're... Oh, for, oh is that a costume for the gorilla? Is it a gorilla? A man dressed as a gorilla dressed as a sunflower? No, I think it was just the sunflower, which I think makes some sense, but that did, it just didn't work. They didn't... It was unpopular. No, it didn't make it happen. I it guess was, a sunflower. Uh, Apparently the sun's gorilla is one of the most famous mascots in the NBA. Oh, because of a messenger. Danced one time. See, Isn't that a, a beautiful story. story? Yeah. Now, is there anything on there about how he was able to get onto the team at you know such short notice? And did he have to be? Did yeah. he have to be on? See, I think that's interesting. He didn't have to be on the list or on any sort of list to, to get d- on there to and dance, start dancing, dance in the breaks. Yeah, yeah. I think it, yeah, which is disappointing because it feels like it's one rule for chimps and another for gorillas. That's what I've always said. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you have anything to wrap up. Can you feel me um, fumbling around for some sort of a some sort of format to finish the show? Do we rate the film? Do you want to rate the film? Yeah, sure. How what, what are we going to write out of bana- how many bananas? How bananas? What if we rate it in terms of how close to humanity it is? Right, great. Like on a scale from like you know a spider monkey, yeah, to uh, Homo sapien to Homo sapien. Where are we at okay. with this? Jack Jack the character or the film? The film. How much does it reflect humanity back to us? <laughs> so the movie That's what we're looking MVP, for, I think, in a chimp. Most you know, valuable. That's what's primate. always so fascinating about primates. That I is, think a, is how close they are to us and what they can tell us about ourselves. Yes. Right? Yeah, I think that's true. That's true. I'd say the film as a whole was beautiful and touching. Mm. I'd mm. say Three and a half bananas, <laughs> um, which I think on your scale equates to uh, Eastern Lowland. An Eastern Lowland, yeah, uh, monkey, gorilla, gorilla, mm. yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. An, we, I we, agree with that. I reckon, yeah, it's definitely. We could do it as a DNA percentile, <laughs> shared DNA, <laughs> shared DNA. Yeah, yeah, out of one hundred percent. Yeah. So I'd say, yeah, I'd say, yeah, something like the low 90s, probably like <laughs> 92 percentile DNA shared between this movie and humans. Yes. So I guess we should probably start uh, wrapping up, Andy. Thanks so much for joining me today on the on the first or second, kind of the first episode of Primates. Um, look, it was a great it was great to be here on the first, no second, no kind of the first episode. Thanks. Um, well, had uh, had a great uh, great energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, how can people hear you uh, outside of this podcast right now? Uh, well, um, right now they can uh, they can they can go to the Two in the Think Tank podcast that I do with Alastair Trombley Birchu uh, Birchu. <laughs> 
Virtue. <laughs> As the Chimba Virtue. Alistair Tremblay Birchall, who I'm sure you'll have on a future episode of uh, of the Prime Mates podcast. I'm trying um, to get him locked in. Great. He's well, good luck with that. He's a slippery little sucker. He is though. a slippery fish. Yes. Yeah. And um, and we uh, we come up with five sketch ideas, and that's very fun and very silly. And there's hundreds of episodes you can uh, waste your life listening to. Probably put a link to that uh, in the description here. And uh, where are you on Twitter and such? I'm things? at stupid old Andy. Yeah. Where are you? I'm at uh, Matt Stew underscore Art. Fantastic. Isn't that the best ever? I like how proud you are of it. I'm well. <laughs> I think if you look deeper, you'll see, if you look into my eyes, you'll see that it's not pride. It's a, it's a, it's a deep shame. But anyhow, um, I did that about 10 years ago. So great, great. just move on, mm-hmm. Andy, please. I'll try. It's clearly me that's got the issue. Yes. Uh, please join us next week uh, when we do another Primates episode about another uh, Prime Ape. And no, that's we'll, not it. Until then, we'll see you in the... Simeon Nature Reserve. As El- we El- we'll say. see you at El Simeon. You know, that's our classic sign off. Uh, we'll see you at El Simeon and good day. podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.